0: You're listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast, episode six.
1: Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host... Phil Burgess.
0: Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can do so by visiting itcareerenergizer.com. I'd also be very interested in hearing your thoughts about the podcast, including potential guests to have on the show and topics to be covered. So without further ado, here's episode six. Matthew Moran joins me on the IT Career Energizer today. Matthew is an experienced project manager, application developer, business analyst, and CIO. He is author of the book, Building Your IT Career, a Complete Toolkit for a Dynamic Career in Any Economy, and also a songwriter and performer, which he often incorporates into his presentations. So Matthew, can you give us a little bit more about yourself and maybe expand upon that brief introduction?
1: sure um i I guess what I would say is um, I'm a kind of a homegrown technology passionate individual so i i i self taught um, you know taught myself programming back in high school, really on a whim, did not realize it would become a career, have always written and performed, and so um, more or less I carry a very proactive attitude, whether it's i t careers or Performing or the writing I've done, and that's served me very well. So, I think when people, um, when I speak to either IT professionals or students that have been using my book, for instance, I have a very kind of proactive approach. It's not that I'm saying don't go through a formalized structure, but I'm saying um, beyond that, you need to have an engaged interest in what you're trying to achieve that goes well beyond. Um academically, what you're learning. you have to be running ahead of the game as it were, if you want to be, I don't even want to say competitive if you just want to experience as much success as is possible for you.
0: Okay, great. It's, it sounds like this this is an area that you you have uh, a lot of interest in.
1: Yeah, I you know, I've always been um, you know, a believer that particularly in things like IT, that there is a huge element of you know a, a meritocracy, as it were, that if you go out there and produce value and produce solutions for people that you know and, and pay attention, you know, be a a a good student of good career, I guess, um, strategies and attitudes that you can do very well, regardless of, regardless of economy or area, you know, of the country um, that, you know, that, and, and so I try and offer that kind of insight. I, I, I do have a passionate interest in most things, uh, you know, in the things that I do in in, in I guess, proactive achievement.
0: Can you share with us a unique career tip that the IT career energizer audience needs to know and probably don't?
1: Well, something that I say often is there's a a quote that's often stated, and I think it's overused and um, a bit too simplistic. And that's the the statement: it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yes. And I I turn that around because I think that's a little bit cynical. The, it, it seems to imply this notion that you don't have to know anything. You just have to know the right people. And I can tell you, I, I don't think that's true. People don't want to hire, even if you know somebody, they don't want to hire somebody who's not going to produce. So I, I modified that statement. It, it was in, um, it's in both my books, and I've written about it several times in my blog. It, the statement I use is, it's who knows you and knows what you know. And so it's important not just that you know people, but they know you and know what you can do. Yeah. And that's going to be the thing that's critical.
0: I agree. It's definitely the value. It's the value aspect, because if somebody's going to engage you, they need to know that you can do what they need you to do. They won't just engage you for the sake of just knowing you.
1: Exactly. I mean, even if I know somebody really well, if I know that they have a poor attitude or they're not really that engaged in the process, I'd rather have somebody that I know marginally that I see a great attitude that is fully engaged in learning and solving problems.
0: Can you tell us a bit about your worst IT career moment?
1: Sure. Um, it's, It's funny that you mentioned that. I was mentioning this to my son, who's doing some technology work for a client of mine. He's in the process of learning. I was developing software for a large insurance company and we were doing a big presentation with a vendor coming in. That we were doing this document assembly process. I came in early to just add a few flourishes to the product, and in doing so, I was working in our a development, a staging, and a production environment. Um, mistakenly having them all in the same, in a series of subdirectories under a master directory, which I I learned going forward, I wouldn't have happened. Right. This is back in 93, I guess. And when I came in, I had moved the production environment or the development environment, or I guess the test environment into production. And then I just said, I don't need this old stuff. And I was copying back the, I was going to copy back the production environment over the development environment and just start from there. Cause everything had been um, released. And I deleted from the directory above that. And I was, As it was deleting, it was taking a long time, and I was going, gosh, this is really taking a long time, and suddenly some of the people in the department that were using my product started saying, hey, this isn't working, this isn't working, and I realized what I had done. We had a meeting in about an hour. I ran downstairs, and fortunately, they had a backup from the night before, so the changes I had made that morning were lost, but they were able to recover it. I came into the meeting about 9.15, 15 minutes later with my boss glaring at me, not knowing what was going on right. and in the end we were able to have a successful presentation but it was terrifying i thought that was my career i thought it was going right there
0: <laughs> right what, what did you learn from that was it was there anything you took away from that which you've used subsequently
1: well yeah one of those things is um and this is kind of always the case i'm really big on when i'm making major changes to an environment or a, a development project i will copy the entire project onto an external device, verify that it's there, and then remove that device from the system if I'm going to be deleting or moving anything. Yeah. And it's just served me well, in many cases, to be hyper-paranoid about the backups I keep.
0: Sure. So really focusing on forward planning to make sure you don't cut yourself out.
1: Right. You know, the, the truth is, during... Moments of high pressure and stress, we often don't take care of things like documentation and, um, and backups. And so, you know, making a backup, you know, the night before or having some automated system and testing those, you know, knowing that the backup is working, you know, and I call that kind of, uh, doing the, the pre-work that you need to do so it's easy to do that. And a lot of times that doesn't happen. So stopping for a little bit, saying, okay, instead of just rushing forward, what are some protections I can put in place before I start this? Because down the road, it's going to save me time.
0: Very good. So so moving on from your worst moment, can you share with us your IT career highlight or greatest success and how you are able to achieve it?
1: Well, you know, I think it's kind of repeated. From time to time, and and I view it as when you can come into a client and have them issue a statement like, you didn't just change the way we work, you kind of changed our life, or you changed the way, you know, we can never go back to how we thought before. Um, And I've had that happen with a few companies where, you know, I'm just in the process of writing a blog today about the underutilization of technology, and most companies purchase technology and they end up purchasing more technology than they need because they're finding little tools, maybe a new server that does X, Y, Z. When technology that was already in place would have achieved this goal, they just don't realize it exists. And this isn't the fault of the vendors all the time because sometimes vendors are so focused on one item. And so for me, it's the, the constant, I guess, achievement of saying, no, you don't have to go buy that new thing. You have something in place, or you can maximize what you currently have, or is this something you really need to accomplish? And when a client comes back and says, wow, you like, we've never experienced this kind of, I guess, the mindset of let's maximize value, and IT is meant to be a value proposition, not just a necessary expense.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I often, um, Thing that companies maybe lose sight of what the what their purpose is in terms of what they're trying to achieve, um, and maybe a shiny tool comes along which looks like it, it suits their needs, but when you actually get down to find out what it is they're trying to achieve, it doesn't necessarily fit.
1: I, I would say that's often the case, you know, I, almost all the time with CRMs. Of course, I have a love hate relationship with CRMs in general. I just think most of them do way more than is needed and far less than is necessary, right? So you far less than of what is vital and way more than is ever needed.
0: What one thing excites you about the future of a career in IT?
1: I think the idea that if done properly, you have a high degree of flexibility. You can move between disciplines because except for the highly siloed, large IT department where people work in X or Y technology for a lot of companies, they don't make a distinction between the guy that's running their network and somebody who develops applications. Technology is technology. And so that affords you the ability to move into new areas and learn new things, which may not be available to all careers.
0: Yep. Do do you think that's likely to increase in terms of the amount of um, opportunities that people will have? Um, Obviously, IT is an area that is continually changing and developing. Um, Presumably, that that can only get get more so.
1: I think so. I, I think there are, you know, certainly consolidations. But what I feel is that, once again, because IT is a... Uh, you know, is always focused on the what have you accomplished, you know, this month or what have you accomplished this past year. And the truth is most of the tools and training are readily available online, you know, at the, at the risk of um, having my publisher unhappy with me because they, they are an academic publisher and they do focus on textbooks and, and learning, which I'm not knocking, but with the prevalence of you know, online learning that's available and, and, you know, let's just say YouTube and a variety of tools. Free Free Code Camp is a place I put people all the time if you want to learn coding and JavaScript and Node and all those tools. Um, you know, what's exciting is that you don't have, if you take a passionate interest, you can learn something new. You can learn video editing tomorrow and start that process and add that to your career toolkit potentially move in that direction, you know, virtually immediately.
0: So we're going to move into the, the quick fire reveal round. So there's a number of quick questions to ask. So um, what attracted you to a career in IT?
1: Well, I, and I'll have to reveal a little bit. Um, right. I never realized I was going to be in an IT career. Uh, I, I just liked using technology tools to solve things, and suddenly people started paying me to do that.
0: Ah, right. So you enjoyed the, the process of being a problem solver.
1: I I always tell people you have a chance to be a hero. Why not be a hero?
0: Um, what is the best career advice you've ever received?
1: Um, I, I was doing sales for a copier company. I didn't really like the process. I liked the owner of the company. Um, but I just wasn't didn't feel like I was really making a huge difference to sell somebody X copier versus Y copier, didn't change their life much. But the owner took me to lunch and he said, you know, careers and professional development is like a, it's like an island off in the distance. and, And you're floating in a current with a bunch of people. And a lot of people are satisfied to let the current take them where they will and hope it gets them to the island. And the person who is going to, Achieve something, will set out and just swim out of the current and start going towards the island. And you risk the sharks and you risk everything else, but in the end, the reward is much greater. And so it was this idea of being very self-directed. You don't have to follow what everyone says they're doing. I don't believe there are such thing as rules that define how you advance your career. For instance, I always tell people avoid the help desk. I know a lot of people like to start there, and I say the last place you want to start your career is the help desk. And so that's kind of my, um, I guess that would be the best advice, was chart a course and go for it.
0: If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do?
1: I would focus on one of two areas, either web development in some of the newer I guess document-based databases like MongoDB and um, Node and Express as a platform, um, or I would focus on internal company automation and using products like VBA and um, automating having Excel read from multiple data sources and generating reports for companies, and, and you know through that you expose yourself to a lot of business process, but also a lot of user value they really see a high value result of that work
0: what career objectives are you focusing on right now
1: well I have a software that I'm developing and um, so I have a you know I'm, I'm looking to get um, some funding for that I won't divulge a lot but it's something I've had in my mind to do for many years and then um, I'm really looking at advancing some of the writing I'm doing Uh, I I mentioned a project to you earlier, um, a video series on building a consulting business. Um, And in conjunction with that, I have my own consulting company, and we are doing some things to expand that um, here in Southern California.
0: What's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career?
1: Um, you know, some people would say it would be kind of my personal, my my personality and willingness to speak to people. I, I think the most critical career, though, is the ability to quickly recognize where the business will will see the most value of the technology you're putting into place, and and being able to understand that business. I, I take a passionate interest in what my customers, my clients do. In so much as I become an expert of their business. I, I enjoy that process. It isn't just here's some tools, but it's I you know, I, I had a company that did manufacturing of refrigeration door enclosures years ago. And I just remember after that I'd I'd see their product and I'd see their their competitors' products and I would speak to the engineers about the stuff they were doing that made their product superior and I would notice those things because I took an interest, stuff that I would never do, like how they built the lighting. So I guess it's my interest, my passionate interest in what my customers do.
0: Yeah, I, I suppose with that sort of outlook, you probably had um, you probably learned about a lot of different industries and, and different uh, businesses, um, which which obviously helps to retain that that level of interest as well.
1: Well, and I, I think what it does is if I start thinking the way they're thinking, I can start seeing solutions. I go, okay, this is what they're doing. This is how we can really help them. And one of my kind of strong pieces of advice for IT professionals is don't do technology to people, right? So a lot of companies feel like technology is done to them. It's an imposition. It's something that slows them down they have to learn this and it's it's burdensome they they there's a dream it can be more than that but it often proves to be something different and i think if you take an interest in what they're doing see what they're doing you can start to go wait is what i'm doing here really helping them or is it making their life more difficult and how can i make their lives easier
0: yeah that makes perfect sense can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT Career Energizer audience? Uh,
1: I guess it would be this. Is, I kind of alluded to it before. It would be, you know, go online quickly and start learning a variety of tools and technologies. Don't don't be siloed to think your technology is the best. I always tell people, you know, as a matter of fact, my, my standard um, – Answer to when people say, oh, you know, you're a tech guru. I say, oh, don't call me that. I'm a business solution specialist and technology is just a tool. And so my, my piece of advice would be don't become technology centric, even if you specialize in the technology, because we often have blinders and say this technology is the best because we're, we're better at it rather than I solve business problems and I use these tools. And so focus on what you solve not what you do. Um,
0: and finally, what's the best way that we can find out more about you and connect with you?
1: So you can you can find me online at com. That's my kind of general writing, also music site. I do music, but it links to the IT Career Toolkit. Um, I hope that's not in competition. I hope that dovetails with what you do nicely. <laughs> it does. Um, where yeah. I offer career advice, information about my book. I have a podcast um, on there as well. And um, you know, from between those two places, you could track me down on Facebook and anywhere else.
0: Thanks, Matthew. It's been great talking to you on the IT Career Energizer podcast today.
1: Thank you. You as well. I appreciate you uh, giving me the time.
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed today's chat with Matthew Moran. You can find full show notes at itcareerenergizer.com dot com slash e six. If you are enjoying the IT Career Energizer podcast. Please remember to subscribe in iTunes to get episodes downloaded automatically every week. In the next episode, I'll be talking with Matt Robson, who is Director of Consultancy and Solutions Delivery at Testing Solutions Group.
1: Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.